Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. Here we are in the middle of the holiday of Pesach, Cholam the intermediate days, and the reality is that as Pesach moves along, it sometimes becomes more of an issue of what we can eat and can't eat than what the holiday is really all about. When we sit at the Seder tables, we think about the issue of freedom and slavery. We think of the issue of of obligation that we have towards our people and obligations that we have towards others. We think about the marvelous symbolism of the Pesach Seder. And then as the days go along and the holiday continues, again, some of those start to fade. And we start to think again about how our lives are disrupted by the dietary restrictions. But I think it's really important that we try to remember throughout the holiday why it is that we're eating matzah why it is that we make all these changes. And that's because these days are special. And to us, they're special because while we should be remembering these issues always, this is the time of year when we focus on the issue of slavery and oppression, not only in ancient times, but today. Last week, an article appeared in the New York Times, which moved me deeply. It was written by an Asian-American author by the name of Gish Jen. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. And it was entitled An Asian American Generation Gap. And I found the article to be fascinating and to be compelling. Compelling because it reminded us of the struggles that the Asian American community has endured and now in particular is enduring as incidences of violence and persecution and oppression in verbally and physically have increased in the past year. But it also resonated with me because I saw a parallel in some things we've talked about in the Jewish community for many years and things that I've been involved in, in some of the causes that I've worked for and in some of the sermons and classes that I've given. Let me share with you a couple of the paragraphs from the beginning of this article and then some from the end and think about it not only in terms of what's happening with the Asian American community, but also how many minority communities, including the Jewish community, has dealt with the issue that she raises. She begins, my mother who immigrated to America in the 1940s assumed my siblings and I would never really be accepted as American. Partly this was because there were so few Chinese immigrants when she came, but also it was a rough time for minorities. My parents' response to my brother's being beaten up, as he was just about every day in Yonkers, New York, was to sign him up for karate lessons. The world was like a forest full of bears. There was no forest ranger. You had to defend yourself. The writer then goes on to talk about what she sees as a sea change that has happened in later generations of Asian Americans. People feeling so much a part of this country and so much, with so much confidence about what this country can provide that they left some of the fear and the sense of isolation that prompted her parents' attitudes, that, that, that kind of faded, that disappeared in deference to the idea that America really did care about its immigrants. 
She talks about changes in attitudes regarding Black Lives Matter in recent months and in recent years, and talks about how there is hope that America can really be a country of freedom for all. And she concludes by saying, right now, we Asian Americans are proving to be a great test case of the question, is America, America? It's a question at which my parents would have scoffed. Of course not, they would have said. And let me pay heartfelt tribute here to their self-respect and their resilience, which we would do well to remain, retain. But she concludes, the time has come not just to cope, but to move the world forward. Can we? Americanized as I am, American that I am, I can only hope there are forest rangers around. Miss Jen expresses the idea, the hope, that there will be those in this nation to stand up for her rights, to stand up for her community's rights, to protect them as they would then have the responsibility to help protect others. This reminds me so much of the issues within the Jewish community, especially in the years following the Holocaust, with so many people looking at what happened in Europe and saying, nobody cares. And they had reason to say that, of course, because there was so little response to the Holocaust as it was taking place from nations around the world. And so it would stand to reason that many who saw that and certainly many who survived that would say, we are in this for ourselves. We have no one to depend upon but ourselves. There are no forest rangers in this dangerous forest. We need to protect ourselves. It's an attitude that remains in a lot of communities today, in a lot of areas in Jewish life. Certainly, many within Israel feel that way. The entire creation of the state of Israel for many was the idea that we needed a place where we, where our survival and our thriving was dependent on our actions and that we could take all the actions necessary for our survival. And I admire that. I admire people in our community just as Ms. Jen admires her parents' statement of commitment and resilience. But we're looking for something more. So many of us are looking for something more, and we should. We shouldn't be looking to a world where our survival and our being able to thrive as individual communities depends only upon ourselves. We should recognize that our responsibilities are intertwined with each other, that our fates are intertwined with each other. And the persecution that one community feels, whether it's the Asian American community, what's the African American community, whether it's the LGBTQ community, or whether it's the Jewish community. When we feel persecution, we need people to stand up for us. And we, and this is so critical, need to learn the lessons of Pesach, which is that slavery and persecution is wrong, no matter where it takes place and no matter who is affected. I know sometimes that seems like a dream. It seems like idealistic to think that we live in a nation where people really do care 
about people that are unlike themselves. But it is the American dream. And it's the dream of our people throughout time that everyone would be able to sit under their vine and their fig tree, to use the biblical expression, and no one make them afraid. I was so touched by this article. And I would want Ms. Jen to know that not only because I'm a Jew, but just because I, I consider myself aiming to be a mensch, to be a human being. She has allies in our community, just as we know that she and her community can be allies for us when we are in danger. And that that truly is the message of Pesach, a more universal message perhaps than we stress at the Seder where we're talking about our slavery in Egypt. But as the holiday moves on, and as we move away from the rituals of the Seder, we look at the matzah and we say, this is the bread of freedom. Let us act to stand for the freedom of all. It's a harrowing thought to think that the world is such a forest and there are no forest rangers. Our tradition tells us that we must be the forest rangers for everyone and we must be able to depend on others to protect us as well. Until next time, thank you.